welcome to the Wed Pro Podcast, the podcast for Wed Pros no matter their stage. We are your hosts, Katie and Roxy, and this is the Wed Pro Podcast. Hey, welcome to this week's episode. We're so sorry it's a little day late. What? What's? what's <laughs> Why is the reason for that? Um, we're just as everybody else. I think this time of year. We're just stacked, aren't we? Whether it's work commitments or things with the kids or things with the family or getting stuff ready for Christmas at home. We, it's a busy time of year. I think it's... A, it's a, be kind. Be, be kind. <laughs> People are looking in with this, but hey, we're here. We are. Uh, and we're we've here got, we've got a topic. We've, yeah, we've got a topic. Um, it's really going to help you today in your business. But before we dive into that, you were just saying, my daughter's got her Christmas carol performance tonight. Um, I've been told not to cry. So, oh yes, I remember it's on the last pod, and those that are <laughs> avid listeners will also remember. Don't cry, mum. Don't cry. She was saying, she was saying, are you excited? And I was like, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, I always cry. I always, I just, there's something about it. I just, I don't know what it is. I'm not going to my daughter's this year because so they put it in. So our school is a big primary school. It's got two classes for each year group. So we're talking like 500 children. It's huge. And then they arrange a carol service for the whole school and all the parents and they try and squash us in the tiniest church. And last year, it was like sardines in a tin. I couldn't even see my child. I mean, I was enjoying the music, but this year, sorry, daughter, I'm not coming. She probably won't even notice because <laughs> we were that squashed in. I can't even explain. It was not festive at all. We've been only given one ticket to two tickets per child which is oh ours was the other way it was a free fall bring your grannies your sisters your aunties yeah that's what and then actually I've heard they haven't even checked tickets and people have rocked up with everyone and I'm like oh for god's sake about to pay it's yeah paid thing anyway I'm very much looking forward to Christmas I am getting in the Christmas spirit have you started wrapping anything yet no have not same and also I don't know where anything is. I'm going to be honest. Oh, yeah, she said this. There's that many hiding spots in my house. And, yeah, I'm definitely going to be that mum on Christmas that's like, I'm sure there was another toy somewhere. But (laughs) my plan is probably this weekend, actually, I might make a start and go on a a hunt. and Try and find everything. Try and find everything. I've got no idea. It's things could be in the garage. They could be under the bed. I've just yeah. That was a bad move. Bad move. It's because you're having parcels delivered every day, and my kids are like, "Oh, what's this? Can I open it?" No, you can't. No, you can't. You just shove it out the way somewhere. Shove it somewhere. (laughs) Anyway, we hope your Christmas preparations are going really well as well, and we hope you're getting into kind of the festive mood. Where are we at today? We're kind of like. We're in the 12 days of Christmas now, aren't we? And it's a month until my birthday, people. Yay! 35. Oh, 35. That was a big one for me. 35 was a big one for me. I don't know how I feel about it. Every year I say, this year's going to be my year. I'm stepping into me. You um, will, because this one is halfway to 70. All my life. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I really, I really took that and I was like, do you know what? Yeah, like took that as a motivating factor this is what I want to do this is what I want to achieve yeah. this is how mm-hmm. I want to be this is how I want to live my life because I'm, I'm gonna set my next five-year oh, plan five-year plans oh, on the way yeah nice so. nice right 
let's deep dive into today's topic. And we want to talk to you about the reasons that couples are choosing your business over somebody else and how you can leverage those reasons for your wedding business so you can stand out. Um, we're going to dive into some of the psychology behind the decisions that your couples are making when choosing their wedding suppliers and understanding why couples choose you is really one of the first steps to be able to grow your business. So let's get started today. The first reason that we are going to be chatting about today, and this one is probably one of the most important things actually, and it's something that we do talk about all the time, is that couples are going to be booking your services if you have built that trust and likability with them across the board before it comes to actually booking with you. So it's really important to build this trust beforehand. We talk about building no like, and trust all the way through your client journey, but especially before. So I'm talking on your social medias. How can you do that on your website, on the information that you're putting out there, on your blogs, how you speak to them. You really need to build rapport with your ideal clients or they they will go with another person who they feel more connected to 1%. I think what we kind of hear is, oh, when I get people on a sales call, that's when I can build that trust factor with people. And if I can get people on a sales call, I can close them. But really from that kind of first touch point, you need to be building that um, trust and likability factor way before you get on that call. A, cu a couple should be kind of 80% there, knowing that they really like your service, they know that they love your product. And really it's just reaffirming that decision when you get on that consultation call with them, that everything feels right and it's about getting them over the line. It's not about just hopping on a call and being salesy and pushy. It needs to kind of start way before then. So everything, every touch point that your couple has with your business needs to be building that like factor, needs to be building that trust factor. And things that you can do with this, it's in the content that you're sharing there. So encourage connections with the with your audience, encourage them to talk about their stories, about their wedding. You can do this with polls on Instagram and on TikTok. You can do it in your post content as well, asking their opinion, chatting to them, building genuine connections with your potential clients, really caring about their experience, their wedding planning journey, where they're at in their journey. And taking notes and listening to what they say and creating content based on what they say. And this is really going to help you establish trust with your audience because your audience are going to feel, wow, they really get it. They really understand what I'm looking for here in a wedding florist or a wedding planner or whatever it is. And um, you can also showcase behind the scenes content of your business or little antidotes or things that you're up to inside your business that are going to really humanize your brand and build trust as well. Couples want to know that you're going to do an amazing job at their wedding. They're parting with cash and they're making a commitment with you a long time before their actual day. And that can feel quite alien to a lot of people. Mm. It's not like when you go and buy a car and the car is going to turn up next week, or maybe you even drive off the forecourt that day. People are investing a lot of money sometimes 12, 18 months or, or committing to that investment 12, 18 months before the day. And, and really we need to have that trust and likability factor is just going to help you get over that hurdle as to why couples are going to choose you over somebody else as well. So bring it in, use it in your consultations as well, be genuine, 
really care about your couples, get that across in your content, get that across on your website, mm. show up, show your face. And these are things that are going to really build that trust factor with you. I think one thing that you can do if you're not sure how to do this is to just sit, just start thinking about and mapping out your customer journey right from the point where they first have that first contact with you, whether that's a wedding fair, whether that is on socials, and then map it out and then just think of ways and even kind of map it out on some paper. Think of ways that you can help build that trust and that likability and once you really get into the motion with this it could it does become a lot easier to do we love kind of being active and fostering that sense of community on our instagram don't we like we we love our community on there and that's the place that we also get our clients from so there is no reason why you can't do both things it doesn't just have to be about business on your instagram that that's not just what it's about at all i think the other thing to kind of consider as well is this is a couple's wedding day and it makes sense that couples are going to choose suppliers that they like and based on their personality. So as a result of that, the connection that you're going to make with that couple in that first contact on your socials, meetings, phone calls are going to help you determine whether you're going to secure that book in. And I think the same goes both ways. The same goes for you. You want to like that couple mm-hmm. and be part of that journey for that couple as well. And, and connecting together on that personal level. And it starts way before that consultation, for sure. Okay, so reason number two why we know that couples are going to be booking your services is that exceptional service and that experience that you can bring to them. It is much more, and as we've just said, this is people's wedding days. It's much more than just a transaction and providing a service for them. It's about providing an experience. And that experience, again, also just going back on the last point can really help build that trust as well sure what are you going to bring what what are people going to pull what are going to pull people towards you we talk about this with our clients quite a lot about them really like diving into what couples are actually buying so it's not just about the photography it's much deeper than that or it's not just about them purchasing stationery couples are making a, a much deeper connection and they are thinking about their decisions they are researching in much more detail and they want to be sure that when they are booking your services that they're going to get excellence and they're going to get that experience really that isn't just on the wedding day it's not a transactional thing this is Mm -hmm. a really emotive day it's an emotive experience for people so what we want you to do is discuss ways as to how you are going to create that memorable experience. We want you to share success stories, highlighting instances where you've made a difference or you your exceptional service has gone a long way. Emphasize the importance of how you go above and beyond for your clients and implement personalized touches or special details that are going to make each and every client that works with you feel special and valued and find a way to communicate that in your marketing so you want to find a way to communicate that on your website on your socials and then really home in on that on your consultation as well this is something that we used to do in the bridal shop for us we knew this isn't just about somebody coming in and buying a wedding dress this is about the experience what experience can we bring to not only the bride but also the family how can we stand out from the next bridal shop 
So for us, it, it was all about, and it was always about making sure that every need, not only of the bride, but of the families is taken care of. We used to do research before they would come in, find out their names, give them a call beforehand, make sure they know what to expect and how's it going to run. We would always listen. That That is a really big point for this is to be listening and hearing the needs and then we would also get them drinks we used to do a little afternoon tea it's just those little extra things that go a really long way it's really interesting that you said about that kind of listen point and this is what we kind of find with a lot of wedding professionals that they can kind of get so excited when they get on a consultation with people that they can just kind of talk about them a lot and this is what I can do for you and I can do this and I can do that and I can do the other and I can build this experience and this service but actually we need to pull away from that and and start with listening first and foremost we can kind of assume can't we we've seen it all we've done it all Mm. but each and every couple have different motivating factors different reasons different styles different things that make them tick and really it becomes easy when you listen and you are then able to tailor your service and that experience around that client I did actually find that that when I got married, gosh, it was a good few few years ago now, but the overall feeling that I got from most of the suppliers that I worked with was that obviously I'm in the industry, so I can see this from kind of both ways, but I just, I, I never felt like I, that they gave, ever gave me enough information. So that that's one thing straight away that, that you can all do is just make, make sure that the people that you're working with are informed. Yes. You guys have done it a million times, but that is the couple's probably first wedding that they've planned. So just a little note there. Well, it's interesting that you say that, Roxy, because actually that is the next point that we're going to talk about, transparency (laughs) and communication. Um, Get it in there. (laughs) Nice little segue. (laughs) Having that transparent communication builds that kind of lasting relationship and really goes back to that first point where we were talking about that trust there. So you want to have a process inside your business that is really clear make each and every process inside your business easy to follow don't have your couples kind of searching for information if you're somebody that wants to have pricing on your website or implement transparent pricing whether that is services with package prices or you want to put a pricing from a thousand pounds or two thousand pounds or Weddings typically, couples typically spend X. Having that transparent pricing structure, setting those clear expectations, cutting, setting timelines for your clients, it just ensures that constant communication and that the clients feel you're transparent, you're open, they're going to have a good experience with you, the communication is going to be good, you're not going to take their money and run and they're not going to hear from you for months on end. And talking about that process, you can talk about that process on your website, in your content, in blogs that you do. You can share little bits of it on social media as well. You can just share, maybe hop on a live video. Maybe you could do frequently asked questions, something like that. And creating tips on how you can have that effective communication throughout the planning process and throughout this kind of journey and creating content kind of around that so that your couple knows that if they want to get hold of you they're going to be able to get hold of you um having that timeline setting that expectation setting those boundaries 
and sticking to them just is that kind of transparency and communication really that you were talking about now, wasn't it literally exactly I, I see this from a bride point of view and there is nothing worse than having to hunt for the information that you are looking for and also just make things really easy nothing nothing has to be over complicated and recently we we have been looking at a couple of our clients websites and the overall feeling that I'm getting is nothing has to be over complicated just make sure the information is there that needs to be there don't over give on the information as well on on a side note and just make it super easy make things accessible even if you've got frequently asked questions and you've got your timelines I would say have a proposal so it's all in one place as well then when I'm not able to reach out and ask a question I know where to go. I think just as we were kind of on that subject we said about like transparent pricing and having kind of prices on the website and I know that as wedding professionals we don't like to hear what's the price um um, when we hear about if a couple is asking about price they're kind of giving you a buy-in signal there that they've already done the research on your business, they they like your brand, they like your service, and they're interested in finding out more. So we always kind of, we did a blog about this, didn't we? We did, yeah. We spoke about it's not about your price. Price is a buy-in signal and how you kind of deal with that it can help you make or break that kind of sale. What you also want to do is be ensure that you're educating couples on that value of your service as well as kind of your pricing points which is going to help them to encourage to choose you as well at the end of the day you're going to want to make sure that you're selling the right package at the right price to the right couple and that's going to make um the experience better for the couple it's going to make it better for you and also your business in the long run run as well so we know that some wedding professionals don't like hi how much is it going to cost and what we would kind of say is look get over that people are it's how people kind of know how to kind of start that conversation with you and millennials especially and the generations that follow them use kind of that price question as a buying signal so park your ego at the door they're not necessarily price shoppers just because they're asking about price and it's your opportunity here to kind of educate them around your service get them into your process they're they're telling you that they like the look of what you do and yeah try not to be kind of put off by the people that say hi what's your price but you can Mm -hmm. kind of get around this by having that transparent pricing on your website as well or having kind of the starting price I know for some of you that kind of have to make more bespoke items having a typical spend or a starting price as well it's really just about that transparency okay so the next reason why couples choose you over another wedding supplier is that you align with the vision that they've got for their wedding and their style. So this kind of goes back to you being able to effectively communicate how you're going to execute that vision, sharing examples of your work, sharing examples of where that perfect alignment between you and the couple resulted in a stunning wedding day, and really being able to just highlight that significance of how it's so important to you to be able to create that vision and style and this really goes back to your brand and how you work and and your creativity as well people are going to be drawn in by that and that's something really that can really help make or break a sale this is why it's really important to niche and not just be like I want to create flowers for all people or 
when you niche and you really speak to a couple you're aligning with that vision and their style and they and they feel found they feel heard they feel like wow you're the wedding supplier for me yes where do I sign on the dotted line and when you get to work with those true clients that you hopping out of bed in the morning like yes today's a good day because I get to work with this couple who has totally got my kind of vibe that's gonna feel great to be able to do that and as you were saying about this going back to your brand also before that your ideal client if you've got your ideal client nailed and who you're talking to you should only be putting out these kinds of things anyway so you should only be attracting those kinds of clients but if you aren't and you think okay there's something a mismatch here maybe go back to your ideal client and then think about the messaging that you're putting out there are you portraying those images of the weddings that you want to work the venues that you want to go to all of this stuff really really matters yeah I think one of the things that you can kind of do off the back of the podcast is ensuring that you've got a good portfolio of images ensuring Mm -hmm. that they're up to date that they're reflecting a range of styles whether you're really niche or perhaps you do a certain type of wedding but you you're happy to do that in lots of different styles and colors having examples of that work that you can kind of show couples so that you can appeal to that broader audience as well as kind of the the niche things that kind of crop up along the way also it's really important for you to have a comprehensive client questionnaire or process inside your business that is going to help you to understand your client's vision as well and this is also going to help you close that sale because when your couple feel heard and they feel understood and they feel that they align with you they align with your vision and your style and that they're going to get exactly what they hoped for for their wedding every couple comes with an idea of what their day is going to look like and that they know that you are going to give that to them it just helps them get over the line that much quicker Okay, so the last reason that we know that couples are going to be booking your services is that you are showing your past work, you're showing testimonials, and you are building that social proof. Now, I've heard a stat, and it's a very, very eye-opening statistic, actually, that 90% of couples will be influenced by the reviews that you put out there when it comes to booking and hiring suppliers. Because the reviews are hugely influential and actually I always look at reviews when I'm booking stuff I don't know about you I'm always having to scroll down the reviews you know what I am awful like if I book a hotel if I book a holiday I'm straight on TripAdvisor I'm like right I want to know everything about this I want it and then even after it's booked I still check and then I'm like I will find the one bad review and be like oh my gosh oh my gosh but um millennials especially are reading Mm. more and more testimonials and gen z we're going into kind of a gen z tipping point now where most of our clients will be millennials and gen z and we always know that testimonials and reviews are one of the most influential aspects of your marketing and we know that word of mouth has always been incredibly important But testimonials can influence couples at different stages of the buying process. You having a significant number of testimonials can help a couple inquire with you in the first place. Having strong testimonials can help a couple book once they're in the decision process. So it's more important than ever to make sure that you have got good testimonials online. 
And it's also really, really important that if you can reply to those reviews, that's going to go even further when couples are also looking. Yeah, and couples are becoming actually more focused on a combination of kind of online reviews paired with kind of recommendations from friends and family rather than just one or the other. So you really need to be considering how you can optimize your referral process inside your business with strong testimonials that are going to back up the things that you are promising your couples. We talk to our clients, don't we, about having a process inside their business yes. this and putting a process inside their business to, to not only be collecting testimonials, but testimonials that really are emotive and they're great testimonials because there is a difference. Just, yeah, there's not just a difference between a good testimonial or a bad testimonial. There's also be a difference between an okay testimonial and an amazing testimonial. And we want you to get amazing testimonials that, and because couples don't genuinely know what to say or don't genuinely write a lot of testimonials or reviews, you need to have a process inside your business where you can optimize the testimonials that you're going to get and then use your platforms to showcase the majority of those testimonials as well. If you have a contact form on your website, you can pop a testimonial over there as well. And that's going to be more likely to generate those inquiries for you than just a contact form on its own as well. And exactly what you said, show your couples that you care by responding to those reviews as well. Yeah. And I think one really clever and easy way that you can pull those words out of your clients, because sometimes exactly like you said, the, yes, a review's good, but a great review is next level. So one thing you could do is if you have an offboarding process, which you should have, by the way, is um, intertwine uh, a bit of a questionnaire that you can ping to them or get them on a call and ask them a set of questions, a set of prompts, which is going to help you craft the and put together the words that they say in a way that is literally going to blow your mind and not just, yes, we really enjoyed working with this person. We had a lovely day. Great. That's not good enough. <laughs> it's not good enough anymore. We want couples to kind of read these testimonials and feel like, wow, wow, that's exactly what I want for my wedding too. Or what we know is that this generation of people are highly influenced by other people, which is why influencer marketing is such a big thing. And really, this is just another form of influencer marketing. It's people, couples that they respect, even if they don't know them. It's couples that have been through this process that they can relate to. They're considering booking you. They're going to look to other people who have booked you and they hold them as influential and influencers. So you need to be sharing your testimonials. You need to be collecting them in the first place. You need to be ensuring these are emotive and they highlight the reasons why couples have chosen you over other people. So have a process, whether you are collecting testimonials on Google My Business but also making sure that you're sharing them on your socials, on Instagram as well. And, and it really it helps that no like, and trust factor hugely. And the first thing we spoke about was that building trust. And this is essential to yes. that. So we've gone through kind of a few different reasons as to why couples booking. I think one of the things that we really just want to hone down on is that how you can kind of do that on kind of a marketing level. And it's just worth noticing kind of your social media, your website, your storefront, however kind of that is, is, is quite often that first point of call for, for mm. couples. 
when they're checking you out, when you're checking out your business. And it's important that you are showcasing and selling your best version of yourself, your best work to increase the chances of that, that couple booking and inquiring with you. you know, having a balanced combination of text, advice, visuals, yeah. are just going to appeal and really draw people in on what they consider it important. Make sure you're updating your website often so that you stay up to date. And it's also a great way that you can share new work that you've done or trending uh, features or trending styles that you can kind of share that you're modern up to date and relevant which is really important to couples as well yeah and this may mean you know you have got a little that there's a bit of work to be done but you're on your socials you've got a website you're doing all these things and we're here to help you make sure that you're doing them in the right way so everything that you do is effective for your business and is going to get you more clients this is what we're here for to give you the hints and the tips to just help you level up. I think the other thing to kind of make a, a note of here is also about location. Obviously, location is a really important factor for couples because they're going to be hiring either suppliers around where they live or around their venue. That's a fixed location, right? So the suppliers are going to be around that venue. So thinking about SEO terminology, where you're showing up online, having good networks in areas with suppliers, having good networks with venues. Um, it's just really handy for you to have. And it's also going to help you stand out amongst the rest of everybody. If you are somebody that is being recommended by the venue, if you've got good contacts inside the wedding industry, if you're networking inside the wedding industry as well, in your location yeah. or around the venues that you want to work with, it's only going to increase that like factor, increase that trust factor from your couples as well. But also on a marketing level, you need to ensure that you are talking about location, talking about where you are based, who you serve, the amount of people that we actually look up and we're like, we don't know where you're based. Yeah, all the we're, time. It's unbelievable. We're, <laughs> we're auditing businesses and we're like, we can't find where you're based and make sure that it's in your h1s h2s yes. that you're littering your content and your website with location based and also on instagram as well you can location mm -hmm. stamp on instagram as yeah. well yeah and then also in the name field get your location in there seo is as we already predicted for kind of this year next year it's going to be even more important on insta so sure. it's really really worth upping your game on that so also what we know is that when couples are checking you out on your website, they're also checking you out on your social media as well. So couples generally use kind of at least two bases to check you out. And one of these is often your social media channels as well. And the number of couples we know that are being influenced by social media is drastically increasing and it's likely to keep increasing as well. So you need to be making sure your social media is up to date and is properly reflecting the standard of your work as as your website would do think about what platforms you're using and what platforms your couples are most likely to find you on where are they hanging out as well if you are not active on a social media account or it's a bit of an old account when couples are coming across you on there it can actually make you look like you've gone out of business and we do say this quite often so make sure that you are active at least three times a week 
even more if you want to be growing your account, whether that's on stories, main feed, reels, all of the above, I would say. Um, but make sure that you are being visible. You want to be the person that when they actually speak to you, they go, oh yeah, I already heard of you. That's what you want. And this is this is why it's really important. And yes, it's a day late, but we wanted to do this kind of now was because we're, we're heading into engagement season really quickly, really exciting. And kind of purchasing and hiring suppliers for a wedding is a big deal to your couples. It's usually the first time they've planned something as big as this. Uh, as big as a wedding, they don't really have a lot of experience. They want to make sure that they get it right down to the last detail. And your couples want to know that the businesses that they're hiring from are going to be reliable for their wedding day. So when it comes to running a business in the wedding industry, it's really important for you to know what the biggest influences for your couples are. And it's going to help you update your marketing, update your advertising, and also help you in that sales pitch as well, which is which is why as we kind of wrap up today's episode, we want to leave you with kind of a challenge. We want you to reflect on these reasons why couples might choose you and identifying one area that you can really enhance your approach. Kind of understand the strengths that you've got and leverage them going forward. And that really is the key to growing your business. We'd love to know your takeaway from today. So don't forget to hop over to Instagram and tell us all about it. And if you are loving our podcast, which obviously you are, don't forget to subscribe so you get the first dibs on any new episodes that we have got lined up. We've got some good stuff lined up for you. We really do want to hear about where you're going to focus your time on. It's really good to kind of flip the lid and and flip it in reverse and have a look at why are couples choosing good? How can we leverage that? How can we improve what we're doing, especially as we go into this season? The word that keeps coming up for us is visibility and ensuring Mm -hmm. that people are visible over these next kind of few months in their business. Yes, wedding season might be over, but we're heading into engagement season and really capitalising on the things that you're learning on podcasts like this to really make steps in your business because this is the money you're going to earn down the line right decisions you're making now is the future of your business you know we always aim to give you kind of actionable insights and tips that you can go and take away but we'd love to hear what Uh those are for you because it helps us to create better content for you as well does indeed thank you so much for tuning in today um we hope you have a fantastic week and weekend And we'll see you on the next one. The next one will be the last one before Christmas. Can we sing Christmas songs? (laughs) We're not singing Christmas songs. Roxy Roxy might sing. I will will play the tambourine. (laughs) Tambourine. Until Uh, the next time. Have a lovely week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wed Pro Podcast. Full transcribes of this episode, plus every other episode we have done, are available at www.theweddingbusinesshub.com forward slash blogs thanks so much for listening if you do have any questions about this episode or anything else at all you can email us at info at theweddingbusinesshub.com and if you are loving our episodes which i know you are make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you can stay updated with any new episodes that land We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.